Hey, welcome to Teb's Talks, the Prometheus podcast. If you want to check out more of the things I do, head to jasontebs.com. Hey, what is up, everybody? <clears throat> oh my gosh, another podcast where Jason's sick because I can't stay healthy, apparently. But it is Teb's Talks, it is the premier useless podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jason Tebs. And I turned 27 and my life fell apart professionally and like mental health wise um not not been the zestiest of times but i'm currently out of a job it's rough i'm not a i mean i feel like i do well in interviews i just i don't like that i have to do interviews to get a job again um yeah so i've been doing a lot of interviews uh the past two weeks well i mean today and last week and I, I really thought I was a shoe-in for one company I really thought I did well in the interviews um, I had previous co-workers that work at that company didn't get accepted um, you know I've, I've had other companies do the you know you submit your application you get the reply like oh hey we we've decided to go other other directions with other people so you don't even get to talk to anybody which is rough um, and then I've I've had my first and second interview with uh, some other companies, and my my dad likes to make the quip, the only thing worse than a job is finding a job, which I mean I'm not gonna holistically disagree with. It's it's not the most exciting, um, thing to do, especially when you need one. So at the end of November I didn't need a job, but I was just kind of shopping myself out there just to see what was out there. So there were no stakes to anything. I was much more relaxed. Well, now I, I do need a job. I don't have a job. And so the stakes are higher and the rejection hurts a lot more. And the, the stress is a lot higher. It's, it's no fun, but it is what it is. Like it's, it's what I'm having to do, having to go through right now. Um, I, I do think I'll be able to find a job pretty soon. At least I hope so. And being unemployed for the last week and a couple days has really kind of opened my eyes to a couple different things. The, the first being that I need, I need like a purpose, right? I need something where, hey, this, this is what's getting my mind doing something and I am working towards something and I am like, I'm contributing to society. I, I feel like I feel like there's this worry that people have where if we have better social programs, people won't want to work. And at least for myself and for my anecdotal evidence, people do want to work and they do want to contribute. Uh, they just want to be treated fairly. And I, and I was treated fairly at, at, at Jolt. Um, and then, you know, just an unfortunate circumstance happened at Metrobi, the, the company that I, I just got let go from. Um, but like, I do want to contribute waking up and sure you could say, Oh, like your purpose for waking up these days is to find a job. And like, that's kind of a soul crushing purpose. Um, but waking up and knowing like, Hey, I, I do have work I can be doing. I can contribute to society in a greater fashion today, uh, provide for my family that is mentally healthy, at least for me. Um, the other thing is having like a week to just relax, kind of a staycation, you know, not not have anything 
going on, not having anything pressing was, was nice. I was able to spend a lot more time with my wife, with my child. We did more things together. Um, we, we enjoyed each other's time and company a little more because I wasn't completely exhausted from working and we could split the load on taking care of our kid. And you know, that that's nice, but it doesn't pay the bills. It's like, sure. Yeah. I would would prefer to be able to do that all the time, but it it doesn't pay the bills. The next thing that I'm really starting to realize is, and this is going to be super politically charged. The fact that health insurance goes through employers for the most part, you know, there's, oh, there's the open marketplace. But for the vast majority of people, like, they, they get health insurance through their employer. Um, and just the way we do health insurance, I was already not a fan of it. But now, in a situation where it's like, okay, I, I'm currently unemployed. And I, I'm i not about to go to the open marketplace because I'm hoping I can just get a job quick enough that I can just jump back on their insurance. Like... Health insurance is a huge stress right now. Huge stress. Being unemployed, if I didn't have to worry about health insurance, like I, I have this, I have this looming fear that okay, hopefully by next week I'll have a, a, a an offer that I can accept and I can start working again relatively soon. But what if worse comes to worse? Okay, or what if um you know, something happens to my kid while we're not insured right now, or something happens to me or my wife. That is incredibly scary. Where if we had a better healthcare system, like most of the advanced world, I wouldn't have to worry about that. Like, uh, that's just something where I, I cannot believe we do health insurance the way we do in America. It, it's, it, it's crooked. It's, it is so anti-citizen it is predatory anyway i guess that's enough of my high horse on on that issue i but it's very real for a lot of people you know growing up it's like yeah i was on my dad's health insurance so i had no concept of of it all and then when i got my first job that actually was going to provide me health insurance and I signed up for it to make sure that my family was covered and I was I was double covered for a while. I was like, "Wow, this is um this is kind of messed up that we do it this way." But, you know, I've I've had a job for the last four and a half years that have has provided me with health insurance. And then now I'm in a very unfortunate situation where I where I don't have it. That yeah, the the social The social systems we have in America are asinine, just asinine. So I, I haven't like filed for unemployment. I don't know one. I don't even know how to, two, I don't know if like, do I qualify? How do I go about that? Like, have I already missed my window to sign up for unemployment? Like the fact that I have all those questions, the fact that I I don't know any of these answers, maybe that's like on me for not doing that research and going that route. But it's just like, I mean, okay, sure. There might be some people out there that are milking an unemployment situation, but like, I, I don't want to be on employment. Like I want to be employed. I want to be making money. I want to be contributing to society. So maybe pride gets in the way where I'm like, okay, if, if I file for unemployment, like that's a knock to my pride. I should just get over that. 
because I, I don't know when I'll have a job again. Like, I just don't. Um, I, I, I want to be able to provide for my family and, you know, I, I have skills and I'm a smart dude. So I'll I'll just keep looking like I'll, I'll keep looking now on the other side of things. What, what is like, what is like the end goal of it all? I'm I'm currently kind of texting back and forth uh, a friend and we're just going like, man, we're, we're 27 years old and we're, we're feeling this stressed and we're feeling this burnt out and we're feeling this anxious, like not what's the point of it all. Cause religiously, I believe there's a point to a mortal existence. And I know it wasn't like, I know it's not going to be perfect and it was never promised that it would be perfect according to my religious beliefs. But also it's just like, sometimes, sometimes I have the fear that it's like, wow, nobody's happy. Nobody is not a single person seems happy and that that's rough. Like that's rough to see. Like, you know, you got people in unfortunate situations. You got like the geopolitical climate in different parts of the world is ramping up and this thing is going on and that thing's going on. And it is sometimes so hard to be a part of it all. It's sometimes so hard to stay positive about it all. You know, I, I've I've started therapy and the sessions are only 30 minutes long. I wish they were longer. I feel like we can't really dive into stuff as much as I would like to. And the situation I talked about the first session completely, like my life completely changed by the second session because I, I lost my job. And, you know, I feel like my uh, my life's completely different for this third session that's coming up in a couple days because you know I, I talked to I talked to the guy on the first Thursday and I'm like man work is super stressful so I, and then I lose my job so the next Thursday I'm like well now that I'm not stressing about that job I feel a lot better um and at that point I felt pretty confident that I was going to get a different job well now that different job didn't pan out and I'm applying for all you know applying for an interviewing for all these other companies and I'm worried that come this next session it's going to be like well now all my stresses are about finding a job and I'm not actually making any forward progression with with handling my my mental health and really getting a a grasp on those things and a, a further understanding because week over week my situation has changed just so much that I'm just reacting to what's going on in that particular week, which again is why I wish they were more than a half hour long, but you know, it is what it is, but I, I paid for four sessions and I'm worried that after those four sessions, like, am I still going to have a job? Can I afford to continue this? And if I can't, then it's like, well, that was almost money completely wasted because I felt like I made no progress because things were just so zip and wild uh, over those four weeks that I didn't have anything stable enough going on where I could start processing through what what's going on in my life. Because I, I, from week to week, I don't know what's going to be going on in my life. I don't know what I'm going to be doing a week from now. Am I still going to be looking for and interviewing for jobs? Am I going to have a job offer and just waiting for my start date? Would I have started next week? I, I don't know these 
I don't know the answers to these questions. It's rough and it's scary and less than perfect, but it it's the situation I find myself in right now. And I was uh, I was reading online, um, and it was a discussion about people that do the arts. And I think it was a quote from Alexander Hamilton who said, you know, I need to know wartime strategy and I need to study like wartime strategy so that my kids can study to be doctors and lawyers so their kids can, you know, have the liberty of doing the arts. And as somebody that would like to do the arts, you know, I, I would like to voice act. I would like to do podcasts, make videos, you know, as somebody that would like to do the arts, am I like, I guess I'm not in that privileged of a place to do that. And that's sad, right? The fact that the fact that the only people that can reasonably make it in the arts are those that have the liberty to do so. I mean, let's let's talk about Ariana Grande. Very extravagant, lavish childhood. I, I saw one just the other day about Kid Rock, where it's like, yeah, Kid Kid Rock's you know making all this music, trying to relate to the working man, and it's like, no, he he grew up on pretty much an estate. Like his dad was incredibly wealthy, um, and he had just a luxurious childhood. Yeah, there are, there are people that make it despite everything. Justin Bieber, for example, but I mean, look at Hollywood. It's like nepotism. So this is something I was kind of talking to my therapist about. It's like, I so desperately want to do these creative things that I'm worried I'm getting resentful that I have to have just a regular nine to five job. And he was asking like, Hey, what, what is it about, you know, like why, what is it about them just being a hobby that you like I forgot exactly how but essentially it was like hey why why aren't you just simply satisfied with having hobbies having these creative things be hobbies and and doing them and just enjoying them just to enjoy them and I I was thinking about that and I think for me it's like hey yeah sure when I'm recording this podcast I I'm I'm loving it and when I am um writing blog posts I'm loving it because it's it's kind of like an escape from everything else that's going on the reason that the reason that I feel I'm not satisfied with them just being hobbies is because so often I feel like I have to justify doing them like oh do I want to spend the time doing creative things do I want to spend the time making videos do I want to spend the time recording podcasts do I want to spend the time writing blog posts and try and grow the things I'm creating when, oh, I I have work I got to do. Oh, I have, you know, a family got to take care of. Oh, I have these other responsibilities, right? I, I don't want to have to justify doing creative things. And I feel like, and this is the second part of it, I feel like it would be easier to justify if I saw any sort of growth to it. So, you know, I, I record podcast episodes, I, I write blog posts, I, you know, do TikToks, film videos, and I'm not seeing any sort of like tangible growth. So then I'm like, okay, is is it even worth, you know, 
insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result? Am, am I just being insane and thinking that these creative things will ever take off? So that brings it back to, well, it's hard to justify something that almost falls into the definition of insanity, according to, um, according to Einstein, right? So then I'm like, okay, I don't do them as consistently as maybe I would want to. Because so much of it is like, hey, with the arts, like, you got to be doing it. You got to be putting yourself out there. You got to be going for it. Uh, yeah, I agree. But it's it's just this whole balancing act that I'm trying to do in life that I obviously haven't mastered. And I, I, I wouldn't look at myself as any, any bastion of, you know, balancing all the things that I want to do in life and, and giving equal equal representation to everything that I hold valuable right I I don't do it well that's why why it's so sporadic when I release anything or record anything I don't want it to be but maybe that's just my lot in life like I don't have that luxury I don't have that liberty and the sooner I can accept that maybe the sooner that I maybe the sooner I can move on from that idea and find that better balance in things and and make the best of what I have. I don't know. It's just, it's hard when you feel so depressed about it all, when you feel so defeated about it all. You know, I, I got, I've talked about them before. I got a group of friends that we all want to be creative, but life has other plans. Well, the <laughs> last thing that's been happening lately uh, is my wife on, on TikTok, the algorithm is, um, is shown her a lot of videos just like making fun of like sexist super alpha um men and there's this filter on tiktok that gives you a a, a like five o'clock shadow and a a piercing on your nose but like the middle of the nose I, I forgot what that specific piercing is called and so many of these women's are like yo if i looked like this i'd be starting a podcast uh, talking about, you know, how, you know, what alpha men tr truly are and, you know, where do women even get the audacity, yada, yada, yada. Um, just, just making fun of that specific culture. And those videos were popping up on my wife's page. And I was like, babe, I, I have a podcast, you know, I'm, I'm a white dude in my late twenties. I fall into that category. Like, is, is my podcast like that? And she's like, no, your, your podcast is fine. <laughs> You're not the one that people are making fun of in this. I'm like, oh, thank goodness. Um, cause I, I sure, maybe I don't have the best take on everything in the world, but at the very least, my wife has reassured me that I don't have a super cringe, sexist alpha male podcast, which I try and be, I try and be very, uh, open about my thoughts on, on everything. And, uh, try and see things from a lot of different views and yeah i talk about a wide range of topics so i want to be okay like i want to feel like i'm okay again and i don't know if i can remember the last time i i truly felt okay like life can be so incredibly rough and so often we see stuff on social media we see stuff on the news, we see stuff on TV, the internet, hear stuff on the radio that really skews our perception on things. 
it happens to all of us you know we we all might think like oh i am i am above i am above the manipulation that happens on all these different platforms and we all fall susceptible to it in one way or the other like not once not once have i seen like an ad for something on facebook or instagram and been like oh yeah i'm gonna buy that right now ads don't get me but you know what does get me when i'm you know following an account and they're like oh yeah you know i'm playing this game then suddenly i'm like oh i want to i want to play that game um right so you you know i fall susceptible to it in in other ways and i just i just don't know if it's I've skewed my perception of reality so much to a point where it's just unhealthy or if just reality or maybe I just understand the reality of life enough to realize it's a bit grim and less than ideal on pretty much every step you take. I don't know which one it is. Maybe it's a combination of both, but man, I... I don't know what to do. And, you know, being able to confide in friends that are going through or have kind of a similar life experience that I do and realize like, hey, like we're all having a rough time. On one hand, it's like, cool, I'm glad I'm not alone in this. On the other hand, it's like, wow, we're all experiencing this? That, that's rough. So advice I'd give myself or advice I'd give anybody else, maybe not that I'm in a position to really give advice, Um, but let me, let me rephrase this. I'm not about to give advice. I'm going to give my observation is people want to feel like they are contributing to society as a whole. For the majority of people, that is true. For the vast majority, vast majority of people, we just want to contribute. Unfortunately, there are systems in place that really seem to pander to an elite set of people and I'm not one of those elites. I hope for change. The exact changes, one I would say is our healthcare system has to change. People shouldn't lose their healthcare if they get let go from a job. That's got to change. People need to feel like they don't have to justify their creativity People shouldn't have to feel like they need to justify relaxing. People shouldn't need to feel like they need to justify just taking a, a break and enjoying their time doing an activity. I don't know what specific thing needs to change to achieve that, but the fact that, you know, again, I think it was Alexander Hamilton. I got to work in this so my kids can work in that so their kids can have the liberty to do the arts. That's a little... That shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a, that shouldn't be a liberty, like a liberty that only a few people have. Because when people are truly secure, they tend to do those creative things. So people just need a little more security in life. I'm not, everybody's going to be a world famous artist or singer songwriter or musician or, you know, video creator. Not everybody is going to be, not everybody can be. But at the very least, people should be able to express themselves creatively and have the energy and means to do so and not have to try and justify it. And I hope, I hope, you know, later this week I can get an offer from a company 
and start working again. Because honestly, like, as nice as having a break was, <laughs> having a paycheck and health insurance is better. And feeling like I'm contributing something is better. I would love for this to be the thing I contribute to society in a more permanent fashion. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Anyway, go ahead, like, favorite, share, follow, rate the podcast, whatever you do on your respective platform. Go ahead, check out my website, jasontebs.com. I'll catch you in the next one with hopefully better news, with hopefully a happier Jason, um, with hopefully more upbeat things to say. But it is what it is. Catch you later.